welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. I'm Michael. And today we're going to be going through a bunch of news from the past week and a couple weeks prior to that as well, just since we haven't covered news in a couple of weeks. So just wanted to highlight some important news that we've seen in the reality TV world, which there's been a lot going on lately. So shall we jump right into it? Let's do it. So first, let's start with one of the most talked about occurrences that's been going on right now in reality TV world is that on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, in the finale, Monica was exposed as reality volunteers, as um, is that her real identity, and Monica is basically at this front. Um, so I only had just seen that one episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, so I didn't have all the background but it is crazy from my perspective of seeing that all that reveal that blowout fight like I was like oh my gosh like what is happening here um but Michael want to share more about your thoughts overall on that yeah so this was pretty wild um so Monica was new this season on the show and for the past three seasons before this, you know, Jen Shaw has been a, a huge part of, you know, she was on the OG cast there for the first three seasons. And, you know, if you remember season two, uh, Jen Shaw was arrested almost on camera <laughs> um, when uh, the police came as they were in the parking lot of Heather Gay's uh, Beauty Lab and Laser. Um, and all of a sudden they just swarmed by, uh, the FBI and everybody. And, um, then, you know, it was revealed that Jen Shaw was scamming elderly people and, uh, she was arrested. And then last year she, uh, was, uh, you know, pled guilty and, um, went to jail because of it. So Monica you know, comes in this season and she said that she was Jen Shaw's assistant and uh, that she was um, part of the reason why, you know, Jen ended up going to jail, that she, uh, you know, got all these recordings and whatever to to then uh, be an informant for the FBI. So she comes in and I mean, that was a bomb that she dropped in the first episode and already everybody's like, oh my God, this is crazy that this girl was Jen Shaw's assistant and now she's on the show. And then throughout the whole season, you know, Monica has been such a big part of the season and has uh, just constantly gone against basically all the other women and certainly has not been afraid to get in drama, but during the finale, it was this huge reveal that we had been waiting for all season long to see what it was going to be. We saw this preview of Heather on the phone, and I can't believe it's her. What is it? What could this possibly be? And then it's revealed that, yeah, that Monica has been running this troll account um, called Reality Vontees that has uh, been bashing all the other women for the last three years. And, you know, it was originally, and look, I believe that it was originally mostly against Jen Shaw. But throughout time, she admitted that it became about all these other women, too. And, um, you know, I think the big question going forward, though, is if let's say if you were on this show, would you be willing to film with someone like that again in the future? Even though knowing that obviously this was huge for the show and this, you know, is a big drama that's getting people talking about Salt Lake City where 
you know, last season wasn't didn't have the greatest reception, and now Monica's come in, and really, I think a lot of people have credited her for reviving a lot of life into the show. So, would the, I guess, how do where do you weigh the success of the show versus actually feeling like you're filming in like a safe environment with people who aren't trolls on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy, and I don't think I would be comfortable in like that setting of being around someone like that like you know who's just like been trolling you or just like just like not really there it's like a real like genuine person I wouldn't feel comfortable being around that and so I don't think like I feel like moving forward like I doubt she'll be continuing I don't know do you, do you know if she's going to be on the next season or did they not announce that yet they don't they haven't made any decisions okay. about that they usually start those talks after reunion finishes airing and there are times when that has not been the case when they for whatever reason like with season three of Salt Lake City actually with you know they wanted to get another season with Jen before she went to jail so they started filming like before the reunions aired but that's unusual um so I I she has said that she does not have any knowledge of that yet there's been speculation that you know lisa barlow has posted on twitter like um something kind of that people are speculating is kind of like code for insinuating that she's not coming back saying like season five will be the best ever like you know kind of these little things that are like oh maybe she knows something that we don't but i don't think so i really don't think that anyone knows yet yeah no i mean i don't I don't see how they could move forward with filming with her Mm -hmm. um, just based on what just went down. Um, But also I don't have all of that background, but from what I've seen, it doesn't seem like she'll be back. Yeah, no, I mean, this is unprecedented that we've never really had something like this ever happen before on, honestly, on reality TV in general, that we're someone who was such a, basically like a classic Twitter troll like this, you know, these accounts, every franchise has accounts like this that mm-hmm. just go in on the, the people on the show. And I mean, I'm sure there's ones for Bachelor and for, I don't know about like for Survivor, but like Big Brother, there are accounts like that that are like, you know, these spoiler accounts that claim to have all the tea and all everything. And to find out that that is an actual cast member on your show now is just wild. And I mean... Now all these recordings have come out about of Monica and like all these like Tanisha, who you know she said on the show was um, part of it, has come out with all these audio voice voice memos of Monica that um, in their group text that's like just make her sound kind of insane and stalkerish, um, and then you know the secret video of Monica and her mom and uh like just all this stuff is coming out now that it's just like it's almost like okay this is this is getting too far (laughs) like like it's feeling very much kind of scandalish that like this bomb was dropped and then every day there's something new coming out about it and everyone's talking about it and like it's not quite to that level yet where like people outside of like the bravo sphere or like you know it's not in the national news but (laughs) Yeah, this this has just been crazy, and I I'm, it'll be really interesting, I think, to see in the coming weeks um, what happens as discussions of next season's filming come start to really go further. 
Yeah, we'll also get to see in the reunions. I know like they didn't really talk about it in the first reunion, part one, but there's gonna be three parts. So we still have two more left to see with that. So maybe we'll get some additional information into those. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna, they have to talk about it. So oh, it'll be uh, an entire part at least will be dedicated to it. My guess is like the end of part two, they'll like start talking about it and then it'll be kind of like a cliffhanger of like, oh, what's she gonna say? And then sees part three is just like, full reality volunteers yeah well we'll have to see what happens there and i'll we'll, we'll know probably in the next news part of our episodes once we hear <laughs> more um but now for some bachelor news um in the golden wedding which was last week we saw that brayden and christine christina mandrell got engaged um and so lots of debate on if that's tacky or okay to get engaged at someone else's wedding i know this is like a bachelor wedding so i feel like it's not a real wedding i mean it's a real wedding but in my opinion like i feel like that kind of thing could happen in the bachelor world so i wasn't like totally like oh that's not okay um but obviously like they did ask for the permission of it too so at least that was good to hear like okay like they didn't just do this without asking um Jer gary and Teresa to see like to make sure they had consent for that but obviously it's not the most ideal thing I would say like have it have it happen at your wedding but what are your thoughts yeah I think if they hadn't asked for permission I would have said no that's really tacky yeah um which I didn't when it first happened like obviously I didn't know that they had asked permission so that was my first reaction but once they said they did or at least he did, I guess. I'm, I'm, I guess it was a surprise to Christina, right? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the fact that they asked permission, I'm like pretty okay with it. You know, if, if Gary and Teresa were supportive of it, then we should all be, I guess. Yeah, and it's crazy because then people were like, oh, they've only been dating for like two months, but in Bachelor World, like that's normal. <laughs> Um, yeah that was my question because she was not on paradise right no. so yeah i guess they met after he came back i don't know the whole story with them yeah i don't know exactly how they met but i mean obviously they're in similar circles being in yeah. bachelor world but they both like i've read an article about like how like they were both just like misunderstood on their season so then like they kind of like found each other and then mm -hmm obviously fell in love and now are engaged so happy for them but yeah. it's just really crazy that it's like oh like we didn't even get to see that unfold which i i mean obviously that happens a lot in terms of people in relationships but like in bachelor world like you usually get to see <laughs> at least yeah like the one successful couple from that season so far <laughs> paradise wasn't on paradise together so <laughs> <laughs> i know that's what everyone is saying but i mean it's it's also funny because i saw like a clip that Christina was like, oh, this is why you made me get my nails done. Uh, um, okay, so she didn't know. Okay. She didn't know. So it was only Brayden who guessed, who asked. Mm. But then he also was able to get a Neil Lane ring from that. So mm. he used his resources there. Too. Okay, now we know why he did it that way. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> got, got the clout for that. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? If he can get it, why not? Why not take advantage of that? I think we yeah. all would. <laughs> exactly. Um, but next, not so happy news in Bachelor Nation is that 
Lin Rachel Lindsay and Brian have filed for divorce. So well, Brian filed for divorce from Rachel, um, which was really sad to see because I really love them as a couple. And that was one of the main couple, like success couples from Bachelorette, um, which everyone like always loves seeing when it actually happens on the real season um, of Bachelorette or Bachelor, which because those are pretty rare. Um, so that stood, it lasted for a while, but they weren't living in the same cities. Um, and I know, I don't know personally, like what's going on in terms of like what could have been going wrong, but I just wish them the best for their futures. Cause I mean, it was, this was a shock to me because I just listened on Nick Vial's podcast about Rachel talking about wanting to start a family and all that stuff with Brian and everything seems just to be like just fine so I was really like oh maybe things were not shared on that podcast for probably reasonable reasons but I was just surprised to hear that news and sad about it no I was shocked too um that I, I feel like after like I would say maybe four years I just kind of expect that any couple still together after, uh, you know, like three or four years after their show is just going to stay together forever. Like to me, if it's going to, if they're going to break up, like I always just expect it to happen in the first like couple years. And so any couple like this that has been together so long is it's just, yeah, it's like JP and Ashley, you know, after so long when they got divorced, I was just stunned. And so this is kind of the same feeling for me where it's like, wow, this has been, I mean, 2017 was their season. And so it's been seven years. Yeah. And that's, that, uh, yeah, that's just crazy to me. Um, but, you know, Rachel, I'm sure is going to talk more about it, but she just kind of briefly mentioned it on um, her podcast, Higher Learning, that she had, does with uh, Van Lathan. And she just said, uh, I'll quote it here. Um, I didn't think I would get emotional. First off, I want to say thank you for people who reached out. I'm still trying to reply to people. You just never know how great your circle is until you see all the people that reach out and love you. Um, obviously, it's a difficult time if you've read the headlines and you're probably wondering why it would even work. But to be honest with you, I need to distract myself. And best way to do that is something I love. Um, and she said she's not going to get into detail about her split just yet. But she said, I will eventually. But now is not the time. Just trying to take it day by day. So uh sounds like she will eventually go into further details of of what happened but we don't know as of yet yeah well we'll just have to keep our ears open to see whenever she shares um yeah. but yeah that's it was just surprising to see that but we'll see what happens i mean and they're hopefully they find love again <laughs> <laughs> they, they're both very yeah. young eligible and i'm sure they will find their lifelong partners just not yeah. in seven yeah for sure well talking about lifelong partners from dancing with the stars brit and brit store and daniel durant who were partners together during the season that they were on dancing with the stars or who's the daniel durant is the star is the yeah, yeah he's from Dakota. Yeah. he is yeah. uh he's deaf um, which was the first Dancing with the Stars. Okay, I don't want to say he's the first Dancing with the Stars deaf contestant because I don't remember offhand if that's true. But one of the first, if not the first. Um, 
and yeah they're engaged which is really exciting they started dating just right after their season ended um which was season 31 last year the end of 2022 um and yeah this was super exciting to see um you know this was one of those couples that kind of surprised me coming out of the show because during the season there was really no indication that they were romantically involved and maybe they weren't at the time and that just kind of grew into that afterwards but um yeah, I'm I'm really excited and happy for them. You know, she learned uh, sign language for him, and uh, it, it, you know, it's just been uh, really cute to see them together for the past year. Yeah, no, that's cute. I didn't watch that season of Dancing by the Stars, so I didn't see them together. But I saw the Instagram pictures of them getting engaged, so it just mm-hmm. looked really nice, and I'm happy for them. Yeah, me too. And then not. Some some interesting news um, related to Survivor contestants. So we just heard that Wendell Holland responds to allegations of cheating on mother the mother of his child with Chelsea Brooks of season oh with of, of his, his mother of his child was Chelsea Brooks, and then but he was cheating on with sorry I cannot say this he was cheating with apparently <laughs> D. Like saying cheating is always like, you know, the words of the, the sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, want to make sure I get it in the right order. Um, but apparently he was cheating with winner from this past season, D Valid how do you say it? Valadares. Valadares, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is interesting to see that allegation there. Yeah. Um I don't know if you have any more information than that, just about the cheating scandal, but I mean it's just crazy to hear that yeah I think this was really shocking for a lot of reasons first and foremost the fact that I think everyone thought Dee and Austin were still together um so that was a surprising part of it but then I don't think we even knew that Wendell and Dee knew each other um you know Wendell was the winner of season 36 um and then he was also on Winners at War and um D was just from this past season and so you know I mean she hasn't been on for very long like this relationship couldn't have been going on for very long um but yeah so I mean this was originally just kind of like very much speculation and I I mean I wasn't even going to include it on here if it had just continued to be just speculation but then just slowly and surely we got more information started to come out um, so first, uh, Wendell's, you know, the mother of his child, Chelsea, posted um, an Instagram story um, saying uh, with a moving truck and saying just basically, uh, I'll read it here. She said, um, if I can read, it, it's very small. <laughs> goodbye to the lies, goodbye to the deceit, to the manipulation, goodbye to the fake promises, to the fake potential. Uh, the disrespect, goodbye trying to force someone to see my worth, and most painfully, goodbye to what I thought my life would be. So that was pretty good invitation, indication that uh, there was a breakup happening. So that part of it we knew was true then. And then Wendell posted, um, he said uh, he wanted to clear the air, despite saying that people's private lives should remain private. He wanted to share a few facts to explain the situation. He said, my GF and I broke up. I take responsibility for that. I'm sorry for her and all that has transpired. Um, 
I take, uh, I'm sorry, uh, sorry, I got lost here. The person the internet keeps attaching me to, IED, deserves an apology for me as well. We got close at the end of November through December, and I was dishonest about my family life with her. I created a situation that was unfair to both parties, and although I've apologized to both privately, I would like the community to know that I'm sorry as well. Thank you. So that's basically a confirmation. And that's pretty shocking to me. Yeah, I know. I want to hear now from Dee. I know. <laughs> I don't think she said anything, but I yeah. really want to hear from her too. Because what I really want to hear is why then she has been saying that in interviews that she and Austin are still together. Like, are they just kind of pretending to still be together so that they can... I don't know, thinking that maybe they'd get more like brand deals and things like that as like a couple successful couple from the show. Or maybe she and Wendell were together for a short time and then that dissolved and she and Austin started talking again. And maybe by the time all these, you know, exit press happened, they were, you know, trying to make things work. I have no idea, but it, I don't know. It's weird very weird yes super weird but i guess we'll just have to wait and see if there's any other news that comes out about that um but then moving into some more exciting survivor news was that we heard that parvati and erica both come out as queer so that was and some interesting news but happy for them for coming out um and i love parvati i don't know erica as well but parvati is great so I'm happy for them. Yeah, this was really exciting. Um, you know, Parvati uh, is uh, dating a comedian, award-winning comedian and actress, Mae Martin. Um, mm -hmm. So she came out, you know, with a photo of them together for the holidays. And that was her coming out. And then Erica, the exact same day, actually, right before Parvati posted, um, also came out on her, uh, her Instagram. Um, and... Yeah, it's both super exciting to see both Survivor winners. Um, and it, interestingly, I feel like I had just seen something earlier this year talking about how few um, LGBTQ Survivor winners there have been. <laughs> um, and now the, that percentage has gone way up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without having any more winners. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm wondering if Parvati, uh, who is going to be on, uh, you know, this upcoming season of the traders i wonder if that was, gets discussed at all there and maybe that's why she felt like she wanted to come out now before that starts airing um to kind of get ahead of it I, I have no idea but um yeah very excited and happy for both of them yeah i was curious about that as well so we'll have to wait and see on the traders if we hear more about that but yeah, just about 30 hours from our reporting not that anyone's counting <laughs> so starts. right very excited for the traders to come out. Um, but to continue on in our news, um, we saw that we have that two haunted handles, Cam Holmes and Emily Miller are expecting their first child. So happy for them that they're gonna be parents. Yeah, um, they're both from season two of Too Hot to Handle. Um and one of the few successful couples from that show. <laughs> uh but 
yeah i i honestly like i i feel like i don't keep up as much with uh people from that show and so i didn't even necessarily i guess i knew in the back of my mind that they were still together just because i hadn't heard they broke up but i hadn't really been following them and so hearing that i was like oh my god like i didn't even really fully realize that they were still together not um, now they're uh welcoming their first child which is uh very exciting and i think is it the first too hot to handle baby or the second I think it might be the second actually there might be one from season one um but yeah uh i am still very happy for them and uh i'm sure they will be uh wonderful parents yes very happy for them and then we also saw that we're getting a new season of queer eye and it's gonna be from based out of new orleans that's gonna be starting on january 24th on Netflix, so coming up in just a couple of weeks, um, which is season eight of Queer Eye. So it's going up, it's getting more season. I mean, I feel like it just started, but not really. But like season it eight. Was one of the first, yeah. if not the first really like actual Netflix reality show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's kind of crazy that it's still going on um, for this long. Uh, and it's going to be Bobby Burke's last season. So that's sad. Um, and I, I, I wonder, if they'll replace him, I guess they will. Because I can't remember, because, you know, Queer Eye, this is a reboot of Queer Eye. That originally was on Bravo, like, 20 years ago. Oh. Um, before Bravo even was had, like, Real Housewives, um, they had Queer Eye. And I can't remember during that time if there were any of the Fab Five, they call them, that, like, left and if they replaced them or whether they're just going to kind of go with those four. I, I I don't know, but um, I'll be interested to see that and whether they kind of go with a um, recognizable name or, you know, nobody really knew much about these five before they were on Queer Eye. So I wonder if they'll go with somebody who's, like, you know, already well-known or um, kind of an unknown person who they'll try to kind of build into a household name. Yeah, that'll be interesting, but we still have the Fab Five on this season, so yeah. not till the next season. We'll have to see what happens there. Um, and then going into some more Bravo news um, that we saw that Katie Maloney and Dana Kathan started their new podcast, Disrespectfully, which is under Nick Fayol's new podcast company or uh, media, whatever company, Envy um, <laughs> Media company is what it's called and that's really exciting because obviously we love nick and also love katie and dana so it's gonna be exciting to hear we had that first episode today released so just more exciting stuff in that realm we're gonna be listening more about what they talk about um and just exciting overall that they have their own podcast yeah so this was interesting because i feel like when this was announced a lot of people didn't realize because Dana was only on one season of Vanderpump Rules. She was only on season eight. And so it was funny when Nick was like, yeah, this dynamic duo, Katie and Dana. And everyone's like, Katie and Dana? Like, I knew as like, a, you know, a big Vanderpump Rules fan that I knew that they were still close friends. But a lot of people, like, they were not like close friends on the show. Like, they barely talked on the show, I don't think. And... It was really funny when they were like this dynamic duo of people who 90% of Vanderpump Rules fans had no idea were friends. <laughs> um, so that was kind of funny. But 
yeah, they, you know, they went on Nick's podcast before dropping the um, the first episode to make this announcement. And um, I think they do have a good, uh, you know, a good chemistry. They they are clearly good friends and, and have been for years. And so um, I think this will be a good podcast and it'll be interesting because now I think every female cast member of Vanderpump Rules has a podcast at this point. Sheena has one. Uh, Lala has one. Ariana had one. I don't know that she still uh, does it uh, now that she's, you know, doing every other thing in the world. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, Tom, Sandoval has one famously now. Um, so I think it'll be interesting, though, to see kind of the perspective of someone like Dana, who isn't on the show anymore, but is still very much like involved in that group. Um, and to kind of see her perspective on things, I think that could be interesting. I don't know how much they'll talk about Vanderpump Rules, but they did drop a little bit of, uh, of, of Vanderpump Rules tea during their first episode. So uh, I'm sure, you know, now that the season's about to start up, that that will continue and uh, they'll talk more and more about it. But um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like whenever there are podcasts with like the hosts are on the show and is coming out during that same time frame like they're obviously going to be talking somewhat about it and it's cool to see that like behind the scenes atmosphere of that or like hearing like maybe things that weren't aired but you get to hear about it from people who are actually there um so that'll be interesting to see and they can only talk about so much as it's airing because you know they can't spoil anything they can't really delve too much into things that didn't get on air but but still, you know, I think it's an opportunity for them to kind of explain maybe things that uh, were kind of short edited out or taken out of context that, you know, not revealing too much behind the curtain, but just kind of be able to say like, hey, when I said this, this is what I meant. And I couldn't explain that in the moment. But, you know, so I think it is good to to have that platform for them to be able to talk about that stuff. And um I think it'll be interesting because back in the day on Bravo, they used to do these things called like the blogs where everybody would blog after every episode and um, just, you know, write all about, you know, the episode and what they thought about it and what they thought about what everybody said. And people would like reference other people's blogs. Like, so this person last week in their blog said this, and I'm going to respond to it here. And I feel like now we're about to get that with podcasts where <laughs> everybody has their own podcast. And so now they're just going to talk about what each other said on their podcasts. <laughs> it's just going to become this thing of like every week, they're just going to be responding to each other from each other's podcasts. So <laughs> yeah, gonna no, that's wacky. <laughs> that's going to be interesting to hear yeah. about all that stuff. Um, but we heard from Katie that she revealed that Matt Reif almost appeared on season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. So that was interesting that we heard from her from the podcast today. So yeah, see there. Yeah. So there was the scene in season 10 and Molly, I'm not sure because I know you started mid season that year. So I'm not sure whether you saw this episode or not, but there was a scene where she and uh, Lala went on a double date. And um, with these two guys and um, Katie had um, gotten to know Matt and gotten gone to see, um, I think, some of his shows, she said, and thought he was really funny. And this was before he like really blew up, like, you know, in 2023, because this season, you have to remember, filmed in uh, 20. I can't even remember anymore. Did it film in 2022? Yeah. So, um, you know, he was kind of growing but he wasn't really to the level that he isn't right now 
Um, but so she slid into his DMs, she said, and and started talking to him a little bit. And then just because they were talking, you know, she was considering to, um, ask him if he wanted to film with her, you know, on that double date. And, um, it, it, it didn't work out, I guess, but, um, the last minute she said that, um, something popped up. And so, uh, he was into it like he had originally said yes but um, it didn't end up happening but I think that would have been interesting um, because by the time it aired he probably would have been a lot bigger of a celebrity than when he actually filmed it so <laughs> that would have been interesting yeah no that is interesting um, but no I mean we can't go back in time and have him on the season um, but that would have been funny to see that if that happened there um, but then continuing in some more Rander Pump rules news is that we saw that ariana maddox is suing tom sandoval to sell their house so some more drama <laughs> with ariana and tom but yeah that's just i'm surprised that they're even they were still living in the same place for so long i know but. she really hasn't been living there much apparently because like when she was in dancing with the stars she um was living somewhere else at least temporarily during that time because she needed to to train all day and so she uh was was living somewhere else uh most of the time while she was on there and now she's in new york for to be roxy hart um in chicago and so she she's busy it's not like she's sitting at home all day watching tv like um i am (laughs) for instance (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so she is suing sandoval and requesting the partition of real property by sale which would force them to sell their home um that they've shared since 2019 and divide the proceeds um it states the the suit um which was filed on january 5th states that discord exists between the co-owners creating a negative effect on ownership of the property in quotes um so yeah I think this is great you know it's the question that she gets asked all the time in every interview she does is are you still living together why are you still living together what what, you know all these stuff and so I'm glad that she's really taking a step that now she can say when she's asked about this like look I'm trying he's not cooperating like get off my back about it (laughs) so I'm glad now she's at least hopefully taking steps to really finalize that be done not be tied to him in that way anymore yeah that's definitely good and hopefully he complies with that um because definitely don't he probably does not want to be sued so (laughs) um we'll see what happens there um and then we also got some trailers for some new shows coming up in february first up we have deal or no deal island which is premiering on february 26th and we're gonna see boston rob and claudia jordan on that so Boston Rob, obviously from Survivor, and Claudia from Deal or No Deal as like a model. model. Yeah. Yeah, briefcase model, which we probably wouldn't have known her name, but like she's well known. Or did you know her name? Yeah. So she, um, after being a briefcase model on Deal or No Deal, went on Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, And she did two seasons of that. And then she became a Real Housewives of Atlanta for a season. Okay, I was wondering how people really knew her because I like I saw her I guess as a model, but I didn't know her name. So I didn't watch those other shows, but um, yeah, so she's pretty well known now. Yeah. Um, but that is where she got her start was Deal or No Deal, uh, the original. So I think it's actually really smart that they had her as part of this, as kind of being the tie from the original show because Howie Mandel's not hosting it. So 
they at least have Claudia to kind of be that tie between the original show and this. Um, I will say I was uh, expecting to think that this was going to be like really dumb, but it actually, the trailer was good. And yeah. I do not understand how the top prize is $200 million. Like, okay, clearly nobody's going to win that. Like, that just feels like a random number that they chose because they know that the top winner is going to probably win like a Chuck E. Cheese gift card. But <laughs> <laughs> it, that's just like, I, I'm not sure I quite understand how that works, how that's potentially the top prize and like what happens if someone actually somehow wins that. But <laughs> um, it looked pretty good. Like it looked like um, an interesting kind of take on like a survivor meets dealer no deal type thing. And um, I'll be interested to see it play out in like the first couple episodes. Yeah, I agree. That trailer definitely did like make it seem to be like an actually good show. Like when I first heard about the concept, I was like, okay, we'll see how this is actually gonna work. But now that I saw it, I was like, okay, this seems like it'd be a lot of strategy or different kind of games involved in this, which seems to be really cool and just how it will all play out, which I'm excited to see. Like, it doesn't feel like it's like in any kind of like order, I guess. Like, it's like, it kind of feels like it's kind of like the games and everything. It seems like there's going to be more surprises that we might not expect too, mm -hmm. which would be cool to see. Um, but I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see because, I mean, trailer only gives us so much, so. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, like, I, I like that they got, you know, Boston Rob from Survivor. Obviously, he's yeah. a legend. And so that part of it will be interesting to see how he does, you know, knowing the strategy, knowing how to, you know, work his way through kind of strategizing while being on an island like this. And then you have Claudia, who knows the deal or no deal side of things. I'm not sure how helpful that's going to be necessarily because it's totally random. There's not a lot of like <laughs> skill, I guess, with deal or no deal. But um, I like that because the show seems to be combining those two worlds that they got a representative from each side of it. So smart casting, I think. And they also have somebody who was on Sequester, which is kind of like this online Big Brother-ish show. Um, and I forgot her name offhand, but um, they do have a, a someone who uh, won that show as well. So um, kind of have another person from who has done a strategy game like that. Yeah, well, that'll be interesting to see. So I'm excited. We still have like a month and a half for that to air, but we'll definitely be. But there's a preview coming, like a 30 minute preview coming at the end of the month. Um, so we'll maybe get a little. Uh, clarification on some of the format of the show during that. is it on nbc it's on nbc yes yeah yeah yes. i think it's after a big football game or something they're um airing like a 30 minute preview okay yeah that'll be cool to see um so we'll be keeping y'all posted on that um and then lastly for news another trailer which just came out about like yesterday which is this one is kind of crazy um, called Couple to Thruple. <laughs> um, and that premieres February 8th, so just about a month away, and it's going to be on Peacock. And the concept of that show is basically these couples are going into this show, then having a third person potentially joining them into becoming a thruple. And then it just they have to experience what that is like in terms of whatever they want to do 
in that throuple. Um, so interesting concept. Will be interesting to see how this plays out. Just seems like a shit show, in my opinion. Um, but definitely makes for good entertainment. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it um it feels very kind of like Temptation Islandy to me, except the difference being that rather than the couples who originally come in, rather than being split up and each one, you know, dates a separate group of people they're together and both dating the same people <laughs> together so that's i guess the big distinction between the two but yeah it's kind of similar in format where they have like 14 singles and kind of tempting all the couples and um except here the couples are interested in both dating them together versus each yeah. one of them getting upset when the other is kind of like cheating you know so I, I kind of, you know, I think it's an interesting idea. Um, a little twist on the that type of format. Um, and we haven't really seen a whole lot of, I guess, I guess or any uh, polygamous uh, dating shows, polyamorous dating shows. I don't know the difference. Uh, I, sorry, yeah. I think it's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, you know, look, I guess it's 2024. I'm surprised this didn't already exist. Yeah. Well, we'll get and to see. What you know like. what? Okay, this is how I know I watch too much reality TV. The minute I turned on that trailer, I immediately, without question, knew that they were in the same exact house as the Challenge All Stars three and Perfect Match season one. <laughs> I immediately recognized the house. How sad is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It looked familiar from Perfect Match, but I didn't know about it from the challenge. Because I immediately, when I watched Perfect Match, I re immediately, I texted Kenzie and I was like, I immediately, I just started watching the show and I know it's the same house as the challenge All-Stars 3. So that's my <laughs> You just know all the stuff. Um, but... Well, but this stuff, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, all reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it for our news for this week. Um, I'm glad that we're able to cover all of this in just one episode because we had a lot to talk about today in terms of news. Um, so let us know if you have any thoughts on any of this news that we just talked about, and make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Let's Chat Reality, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you.